Welcome back to Interpreting Your Dreams. This week we have a very special guest, Dreamcaster. So please, as you were saying, please regale us with the summary of this dream you had. This is really a dream I had. <laughs> I just had it. And in it, there, I was at Disney World or like in between the parks somewhere because I have so many dreams that take place at fake Disney World. And there was a vending machine that sold exclusively Mountain Dew. <laughs> I swear this oh. is relevant to the podcast. <laughs> and it, you would like put a plastic cup in it and it would fill up with Mountain Dew. It wasn't like bottles, like a vending machine. There was an animatronic alien inside it who looked sort of like one of the aliens from Mass Effect. I don't know who they are, though, so I couldn't tell you which. Mm -hmm. Um... The um the the big one um the Krogans the Krogans, I I suppose so yes, and it was like just the up the head and upper torso of of one of those big aliens was in there. Oh, you know what? It's and, probably it's probably an Elcor. Here's your but, Mountain Dew. But the, part on it, the part on it on the front, like <laughs> you would actually interact with to get your Mountain Dew, was a build driver. Huh? <laughs> you gotta I crank out your hot. I think it damn it. I think it actually was a splash driver, but it made more sense for it to be a build driver because liquid. Well, the splash, the splash driver had jelly, so I guess. Yeah, and what would happen was you would like push down a plunger on it, so that's why I'm thinking it was actually a splash driver. Okay. And it would pour Mountain Dew into a plastic cup, but the machine was broken. And because it, when it was broken, its default message that it said was oh shit <laughs> oh so, shit so and it said it in the voice of the gamer driver for some reason oh shit too yes and in the dream i was taping this with my phone while someone behind me was miming everything saying because it had apparently happened so many times that was a dream I had. Wow. Wow. And that's only the relevant part. There wow. were also parasites in a hotel. Cool. I I feel like I wasted so much time on that. I'm sorry. And that has been interpreting your dreams. Cue the roll call. We are live. Connect. Loading. Wielding equipment, the plot, and ire. Caster, Ishida's Azil. Loud and impulsive. Pinkcaster, Lane. One little spark of courage. Dreamcaster, Global South Perka. Broadcasting hundreds of opinions across the world! Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Oh, yeah! Hi. Welcome to episode 223 of Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. What's up? <laughs> oh, oh, look. There's the Nino burrito, but with mustard or mayonnaise. See, and that makes it... A thousand times better. I'm well, done, well done, Blaze. I'm so glad slash disappointed that you didn't just put it all over his face. No, no. it's better because his little hand is sticking out. <laughs> little hand. Hey, I forgot my mayonnaise, everybody! He's as snug as a neato in a burrito. <laughs> Ryder Custom wants to animate your story. 
Wait, is that the story he's talking about? Is there? Is there? Let me see if I can find what alien it was. Now we um, need. Now, now we need a picture of a of a beast feast. <laughs> a beast feast where the main dish is the neato burrito. It was in fact, um, by my search, a krogan. Okay. Okay. Except it was it was not red. It was like green. Oh, it's episode remoraid. Okay. Uh, Blaze, I have a challenge for you. So now what you oh, need God. to do is you need to make a picture of what I'm going to call the Beast Feast, where <laughs> you have just a picture of, like, a standard, you know, family, people around a table, but it's the various beasts and his various forms, which at the head of the table is uh, Beast Hyper. And then <laughs> in the middle of this feast, where usually the turkey would be, is the Neato Burrito. It just has <laughs> oh the God. grand center dish. And then if you want for a dessert, you have a hard toe nut. Which is just hard wow. to his face on a donut. Wow. Yeah. Forget the donuts. We're here to go nuts. Not musically. It's though. funny we had donuts at work this morning. Yeah, you, like, this is a weird day for me at work today. So, like, we were celebrating, like, two of my coworkers, like, fucking leaving. Uh, well, no. <laughs> you're, you're leaving! We're happy! Get the fuck out! No, like, it was a sad thing. Uh, so, we, like, someone brought in donuts from Tim Hortons, and another one brought in a cake, and then, like, my my GM my general manager was like really like uh, she was just like she was really hungry like all day so she's just like oh send one of my associates to go out to get like twenty hash browns from McDonald's and then so she did and so we had hash browns and then later like she was really hungry for McDonald's again so she sent me to go get McDonald's for everyone including myself and then that happens at my work all the time too John has me go get him food sometimes McDonald's yeah so. And then we got our dumpsters taken away, but then we got new ones. Like now, when you say taken away, like was this something that was supposed to happen, or did someone we, just steal them? So, no, no, someone didn't. Like it, it was like I guess scheduled to happen, but we didn't know. And oh. so like we were taking out garbage, and then there were no dumpsters there. We were like, "What the fuck? What happened?" And then we go I think out. Someone stole them. No, 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 no. <laughs> like I think it was a guy. And then we came back, and then there were brand new, two brand new dumpsters. Like, oh, where our old ones were. And then we were, I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." Now I can be shiny new but, trash. Yeah, but yeah, today was a weird fucking friday so whatever uh hi i'm pinkcaster so, I, I i know you they know the roll, the roll call. call yeah do, do they do they though maybe people skip the roll call and then they don't know who they which are which leads me into what i was gonna say is for anyone who might be listening for the first time thank you for joining for us. the last time <laughs> <laughs> if i have anything to say about it yep uh we are cast ranger we are a podcast a bunch of toronto-based assholes who love Toku, Kamen Riders, Super Sentai, Power Rangers, shows like that. We love it so much that we gather every week to criticize and laugh at how amazing and terrible it is somehow at the same time. So if you like what you hear, click that sub button. Mash that bell, gamers! I cringe so hard that the sub, fact sub that gamers, I, I hate so much that gamers is becoming such a joke of a term. I'm still proud to be called myself a gamer. Right. Um, but yes, thank you for joining us. Uh, make sure you hit up our Discord where you can listen to the show live. Comments for me. So please. this week we are discussing Zio episode 12 and 12.5. Uh, Whatever the fuck that was for <laughs> 0.5. Pat Ranger episode 41. And if you guys love Pat Ranger and Looper Ranger as much as we do, then oh boy, strap in because we got a shit ton of specials to talk about. Our feature topics this week, as mentioned before, on last week, are the Another Nego and Weird Combination side special. Jesus fucking Christ! Is that your collection, Lord Hellfire? No, that can't be. 
That is a lot of Genmu. Jesus. Jesus that's, fucking Christ. That's what I call a Genmu Morial. Yeah, fuck me. Apparently. <laughs> <coughs> Alright, let's get into it. Also, Emily's here. Emily? Oh no, we can't Hi. hear her. Oh, there she is. Hooray! <laughs> Yay! Just, is this on? <laughs> so, before we get I into the actual- I look for the weird combination special and all I found were things about weird combinations of food. Well, they were on TV Nihon. Oh, right, Custom. What customs do you have for us? I wanna see. Curious. While you're pulling that up, um, I actually did some research into the names of Zeo's forms weapons because I was thinking about the fact that the the build and exade weapons were called the drill crusher crushers and the gashikon breaker and breakers the, and my favorite the shift speed speeds. So I, I looked up and the I found out that uh, the names of the weapons in his other forms are uh, for guy marms. It's called it's called the Dai Dai Maru Zed. Oh, oh come on! You shouldn't even call the Dai Dai Maru Marus. Right? Fucking. Damn it! You ruined it. Uh, in O's armor, the his claws are called the Tor Claw Z. Okay, see that's okay because he only has one claw, so he can't he can't be called the Tor Claw because Claws. Be, because you could call it the Tor Claws with a Z. It's probably the joke <clears throat> they're making. But you'll be happy to know that Fi's uh, Fi's armor, the weapons are called the Fi's Shot Shot and Pointer Pointer. Fuck yeah! <laughs> what about the Forze rockets? Uh, I don't think they're actually named. Probably the Forza they, Rocket cause Rockets. Because those, those are mostly just pieces of his armor. Well, I guess so. And something else I wanted to bring up that we kind of didn't touch on when we talked about episode 10. They never actually explained where the fuck the Genmu Ride Watch came from. <coughs> yeah. That's a good point. There's Zeo Cronus armor in our chat. <sighs> Ooh, oh, that's, good. that's actually really nice. Whoa, that's a good squishy. Whoa. Alright, so, episode 12. Uh, wow. You know what? When we started talking about who was going to be writing and directing Zio, you said that the story wasn't going to be super interesting, but it was going to look great. And this episode is a perfect epitome of that statement. Because Jesus Christ did the story not make sense, but oh my god. Yeah, the, the, the split effects. battles. The, the effects, the shots, this like the, the comedy, like how like how the characters were written, it was really funny. Like I I don't know how they did it, but they somehow made having two Sogos on the screen at the same time fucking amazing. They did some really interesting effects where they got both of them on screen real close, like hiding behind each other and shit. Yeah, but then there were other times, like, especially when, like, one scene where they were falling on the ground and you could see, like, Sogo's actor, like, you know, in front, but then the other one was, like, on his stomach or whatever, and you could totally tell that it was a, it was a different actor because, like, his skin was, like, a well, slightly it's darker. It's not perfect. No, of course not. Um, also, I went back and watched episode 10 and, uh... uh uh, Waz did not say Wagamo at all during the episode. He did say Mao, but I don't count that. So in uh, uh, this episode, he said it, like, I think, two times. So uh, Wagamo count is up to 23 now. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, also, we're almost at a rate of two per episode average. Um, also, Waz just... He was mad. Like, he was so angry and lost and confused and he didn't know what was anything anymore because he's like... 
No, like even this isn't in the script. Yeah, even even soup like the soup and uh, him like confront the other Sogo and being like, you can't fucking do that. Like you'll cause a time paradox, which will might cause your existence to just yeah, you should be gone. Your own. So, are these stupid motherfuckers actually giving Sogo shit for going back in time to fix a problem? That's what this whole show is about. Yeah, but he. Everyone is doing it. Yes, but the whole thing, the whole rule of time, time is, travel, yeah. if you've what, if you've watched the Back to the Future movies, which, which I, I haven't, you have, you should change that. It's fucking good. Um, Doc Brown explains that if you ever travel either to like the future or the past or something, never ever interact with your other self like your yourself from the past or the future because that will cause <laughs> shit in the time frame to like fuck up well clearly this show gives no fucks about any of that i well, don't of think it's ever really cared about time paradoxes my, my i'm sorry but my favorite time paradox thing ever is just when you encounter in Metal Gear Solid 3 when you encounter like young Revolver Ocelot and then you like knock him out and then like when you go back to gameplay he's just lying there on the ground and you literally can shoot him in the head to kill him and then just the game it game overs shows the words time paradox on the screen and then which <coughs> Colonel Campbell goes Snake you caught created a time paradox you can't just go around changing the future like that that's really funny I love when games let you do that it's just like the fucking paradox endings in 13.2 that's what yeah, that's why I love the Metal Gear Solid series because literally that game takes itself seriously and not seriously at the same fucking time. And the yeah, does it. keeps coming up tonight for some reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's just really funny how, like... So they get angry at Sogo and I love it, like, Waz, at first he's angry, but then he stops Soup from yelling and he's like, well... The will of our god, Wagamao, is not for us mortals to learn. Yeah, and in the same... Wants to do, and in the same sentence, he turns back around to Sogo and goes, "But please explain it anyway." Yeah, <laughs> he's trying so hard to keep up the act, but he also actually wants to know what's well, going on. Like he, he's mad too because he's like, he's like, "This isn't how like you go about being a king or whatever like that." And Sogo just proceeds to go, "Fuck you! I'll do whatever I want. I'm gonna be king." Waz like, is just mad because he went off script. But no, like I'm sorry, but like. I really love Sogo, like, a lot. He's such a fucking fun character. I thought he was just going to be this stupid yeah, I, fucking pro tag who didn't know, like, what the fuck he was getting into. But then when he just figured out, oh, no, I'm destined to be this awesome king of all fucking con riders. I'm going to be this fucking king of all con riders. And I'm like... Yeah! Fucking go! It's like it's like watching Deku in fucking My Hero Academia. You know he's set off to do become like the greatest fucking hero, but you're so fascinated and intrigued to see how he fucking does it. So like yeah, that's true. God exactly. damn. Yeah, so like I, I fucking love Sogo, man. He's so cool. So I feel like Sogo is just sort of bullshitting his way through this episode because he goes on about how the the point of everything he's doing was to save Gates, but the plan that they end up coming up with is so fucking kit-bashed together that there's absolutely zero fucking way that this was all pre-planned. He's literally figuring out the plan as he's going. <laughs> yeah, but what the fuck? Who gives a shit? It's fucking amazing. Because so the, the way they end up saving Gates revolves around the Suica... Uh, watch, watch Roid, 
But there's no fucking way that he could have predicted that because he didn't obtain it until after later that in this episode. That is true, dear God. I never thought of that. But can we all agree that that fucking Swigeroid is fucking amazing? That was the funniest shit ever. Like it shows, like it appears and and transforms. It's like Swiga. And I'm like, oh fuck yeah, giant mech. And then he just tries kicking Schwartz and then like yeah, and then like Schwartz whatever just like throws the ride watch into Hellheim and just without hesitation the Swigeroid's just like no, fuck you. Because they're like they're 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 they're. Attached. I might actually buy the Suica watch right just because of this episode. It's pretty fucking adorable. I wonder if you could put that with the time machine. Probably. Yeah, that'd be sweet. I mean, any ride watch should fit. Um. So, like, yeah, the, the Gates plotline subplot in this episode is pretty much just long story short. You suck. Ba- no, ba- I don't. Ba- Baron's call. Baron's straight up calling Gates a pussy and being like, "Hey." You, you say you want like, to like to stop this guy from becoming like a demon lord or whatever like that. You're not doing enough to actually go through with your goal. It literally boils down to you suck. No, I don't. And if, oh yeah. And if Kumon Kaito, motherfucking Conrader Baron, calls you a pussy, then you're a fucking pussy. I'm sorry. Wait, Bitch, are you I- suggesting that Kaito is. No, no Kaito's no. the one of the most badass characters yeah, in Guy. You made it sound like you were saying like by comparison because I was. No, I'm just saying because Kumon Kaito is such a badass motherfucker that if he literally calls you, he a little, survived in Hell yeah, for five years. Yeah, if he calls you a little bitch, then you're a little bitch. Okay, that, so. that makes sense. I feel yeah. like this hasn't been discussed enough. He survived in Helheim for five years, yeah. presumably having to resort to eating the Helheim fruit. Well, maybe he just maybe he just grew like a huge. Resistance no, you it. know what it is? Hmm? Because this is the timeline where Gaim's timeline was erased, actual Helheim is not a thing here, so the fruit here is not the Overlord fruit, you know what I mean? Ooh, That's yeah. the best explanation I can come up Probably. with. Yeah, but yeah, so like, it's just funny how like Gates is trying to like defend himself against Kaito, and I'm just sitting there just being like, stop it. Like, y- you can't. It's Kaito. <laughs> Kaito one-ups you. <laughs> These two episodes actually, once you sit and think about it, actually answered a question that I've been bringing up again and again since Zio started. Um, when another build happened, I was always like, so wait, was he just left completely unchecked with no one trying to stop him in the time period between when he was created and in 2018? And these last couple ones have illustrated... No, when they're an, when they become another riders, they're not just mindless beasts. Another guy like only turned into another guy when he had someone cornered in an alleyway and shoved them into Helheim. So that's how he was able to do his thing for five years because he never appeared in public. Yeah, and then when he got exposed, he got like really pissed off about it. Like you ruined my plan. Yeah, I wanted to be the. King. But like I know I know I talked about it like last week, but yeah, like I love another Gaim. Like I'm not even like the biggest fan of like Gaim himself, but like gotta, another Gaim is fucking awesome. I gotta say, when he transformed into another Gaim in this episode, there was a really nice rule of third shot going on where he was like slightly to the right in the frame. But just like his, that was really nice. I just love his design. Like a like like the Gaim helmet like really looks good as like a monster face because it's like just like the, the orange slice visor, and then like he has like fucking fangs and stuff and then like where like the the symbol like you talked about this last week but like the, the blade is the through blade his head. is like through his fucking head and he's got long hair and he's got a giant fucking die die maru and he just looks like a rotten orange it's, and, it's, instead of die die maru it's just d-i-e d-i-e like, maru like probably until 
another drive shows up, like another guy was my favorite, another rider right now. Like I, I love this guy. He's fucking cool. And he can like <laughs> summon cracks whenever the fuck he wants. He can summon invests to fucking fight for him. Like that's 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 super cool. Like he has the powers of Pokemon. He pretty much no, he pretty much has the powers of an overlord. Yeah. Like that that that's it in a nutshell. Um so yeah, then we get like some funny thing where like Soup Soup puts on like two signs on so both Sogos for one's yeah, like Sogo from, from three, three days from now. Then. Present Sogo. You couldn't tell them apart by their very noticeably differently colored shirts. It makes it well, easier. What if they if they I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> oh, and then we get like this amazing fucking joke where like the, the uncle walks in and with the, the Waz's clock being fixed and just like both Sogos are there and they're just like oh fuck oh fuck he's gonna see us and then like you see Soup trying to like like uh, uh, like it's inaudible but like it's like, like mouth, mouth just, for like, them to go like, away you fucking go three days from now why do I have to go why can't present Sogo go because I'm the present one you recognize me more easily and then like we get like this law like the summer's actually sub like apparently what they were saying which is, I, I think they're just joking. I just love the fact that Soup was referring to the one from the future as three days. Yeah, three days Sogo. Ah, yeah. well, if it isn't good old three days Sogo. <laughs> I thought we wouldn't see you three days from now. <laughs> I haven't seen you for three days. Three days. <laughs> and you won't see me for another three. Ha <laughs> 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 Just fucks off. Oh my god, I almost forget, like, I feel like we'll have, like, another better thumbnail with, like, the Pat Ranger discussion, but, like, I'd love to just, it's just, like, z the thumbnail to be Zio with, like, a bowler hat and a twirly mustache, just, <laughs> unless we think of something better than that, that I want that to be the thumbnail. Twirly <laughs> Zio. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so then, which then, the Uncle Sogo, like, Uncle or whatever, just, like, turns around and, like, sees both of them, and he's like, wait, what? And soup like covers his eyes and he's like, Oh, oh, I thought I was seeing two, but never mind. So, the one I of the thought I was seeing double, so four crusties. So, <laughs> put me back in the kill. <laughs> uh, so then one of the Sogos goes behind the other Sogo to make it look like there's only one. And I thought, fucking bullshit. No, and I thought yeah, that was like, fucking oh, clever. I think I might have been seeing something. Oh my god, so that was fucking smart. I love that. I, I just I love both Sogos. They're they're amazing. They're like they both get along immediately. They give each other like a high five and a they, hug, and they hug like, each other. They're like, yeah, we can do it. I'm just like, this is glorious. Like, ow, I'm smiling so much it hurts. It's like fucking Bender and Flexo. Flexo, <laughs> I forgot about him. That's that's my favorite Futurama character, actually. Flexo. <laughs> just this bender with a goatee with a fucking goatee. Just, they just yeah. like, oh no, oh Zio's coming. We're doomed. Doomed. Well, that was the that was the other bender. That was gold. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Still. Oh god. My point stands. Flexa! So when we finally get around to meeting Coda properly, it's interesting to see he's got a sick new long hairstyle going on. And he was it carrying... It actually a... took me a moment to figure out who he was. And he was carrying a box of oranges, grapes, and pine cones for some reason. Apparently for a job because I guess... One pine cone. Well, I guess... Oh. Because Hase. Rest in peace, Hase. Well, no, Hase's not dead. Not in this guy. Time, guy man. didn't happen, so he is still alive. Maybe he died a normal way. <laughs> so wait, I wonder, did like, did the the Yager Seal Corporation be, still be a thing? 
Who the fuck knows? I wonder what Takatora was doing. I don't think we're ever really going to know. What was Ryoma up to? <laughs> Living in an orphanage. Ow. I mean, yeah. That's possible. Um, yeah, so and we, then, like... we find out that the Team Gaim Garage is now a fruit store named Droopers. And we never find out who, but Koda makes a re reference to a boss that he works for. Is that supposed for. to be a reference to fucking Hoopers from Sesame Street? No, I it might be, but Droop is the family of fruits that strawberries belongs to. Oh, okay, that Do makes more that? sense. I don't... That makes more sense. I wanted so bad for his boss to be Oren Pierre Alfonso. Oh man, come that would have been a Come good on, Metal Yoshida, just show up in Zio at least once. Right? Just, little, just get a random Bravo cameo, that'd be great. I want Bravo armor. Just. Oh. <laughs> Eli! <laughs> Bravo! Just, yeah, just fucking Orin and Waz just fucking announce Zio Bravo armor. Oh, I would love to see that! Fucking. Toei! You have Metal Yoshida's number. Call him up. Hakai to Boryoku no Pajento! That'd be great. I, Bravo's first tension is still among my favorites. It's pretty it, It's pretty good. I don't. I still don't <coughs> like the Bravo suit, but I will not deny that Oren Pierre Alfonso was an amazing character in Guy. He was pretty amazing. Yeah. Bravo! Uh, so then... Uh-oh. But yeah, the whole thing with get when they get the Guy ride watch... Apparently, Waz tipped off Swartz, who shows up and steals it and tosses it into Helheim. Yeah, well, no, first before that or whatever like that, like, uh, Schwartz is, like, talking to himself, and then, like, he's, like, on top, he's, like, on the rooftop of a building, and then he just, like, he you hear Waz, and you look over, and he's on another building rooftop, just, like, near the edge, and they're just talking from, like, one at, building to... At a normal volume, like, they're standing in front of each other. Yeah, from, across from two buildings. Bullshit it's, powers, it, activate! <clears throat> and then... I think it was Schwartz that, like, jumps over to Waz's building. Parkour! <laughs> Parkour! Which then he's just like, he's like, why the fuck are you helping me? And Waz is just like, oh, nothing to do. Our play. interests line Didn't up. Didn't he say to Gates, like, why are you coming to see me? Like, they're, they're finally starting to address the fact that most of them all actually want the same thing. We well, want a good king. Compatible yeah. king. Although technically Waz is the only one who wants Omazeo. Yeah. I don't know. That's why I'm kind of worried that Waz is going to end up being the villain. Probably. Um, Isn't he already just, kind of? He's just more like an, a nuisance at this point. Yeah, but he's he's amazing. No, no, I'm enjoying him. I'm just saying that his purpose in the story is not really significant. Yeah. He, he he's the he's the hype man right now. He's trying to get Sogo, you know. He's trying to advance the plot. So he like every time Sogo deviates from advancing <laughs> the plot, it's, Waz is just there to like kind of nudge him, going, "Come on, oh advance my, the plot!" Oh my god, hmm? Waz is Navi. Yeah. Hey, listen. Hey, Eli. 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 Listen. Welcome up. <laughs> Instead of watch out, it's welcome up. Welcome up. Oh my god. Oh man. You know what? If we keep the thumbnail of Twirly Zio, we just need to have Navi in the background with Waz's head. <laughs> He's just holding a little book. <laughs> um, so then, yeah. So we get this awesome thing where, like, yeah, uh, Schwarz shows up to, like, stop Zio. So, like, Zio, like, unleashes, like, his, like, gun he saw its attack or whatever and just, like... Schwartz pulls a Matrix. Yeah, sh pulls a Kylo Ren, essentially, and just goes, fuck you, no, freezes it, and then throws it back at him, so that was fucking cool. 
And then, yeah, he throw, throws the guy watch, which then Gates gets, and then, like, it does, like, this... I thought it was really funny where it just shows, like, like his, like, bike ride watch or whatever like that, and then you just see Kaido just, like, notice, like, the word bike on, like, the ride watch. You just, you just see him going, like... <laughs> now it's essentially what it was. Now I understand that this was because Gates had no idea that there was an unstable crack that he could jump through with his bike. Yeah. But I just like to imagine that conversation right afterwards where Kaito just like yanks his arm up and goes, You stupid motherfucker, you have a bike! We we've been using these to get out of Helheim the whole time. You fucking idiots! The whole game. <laughs> you're whole you're watch this rider. You're watch this bike. Idiots. <laughs> the whole guy. There's the episode name. Yeah. The whole guy. So Kaito leads him to a dramatic, uh, fucking evil Knievel style cliff jump scene with an unstable crack in it. Oh, make Orin another rider, another rider Bravo. Oh my god, I would love it. That would, that would, that would be actually great. be terrible. He'd just, fucking... be, he'd just be spikier. I was like, how much pointier would he be? Fucking <laughs> god. Just look at SIC Bravo. He has like giant fucking whatever his weapons were called. Durinoko. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Someone make a someone make a picture of that. Fucking another rider Bravo. <laughs> Yeah, Changeling in our chat says his spikes have spikes. <laughs> so we get to see Gates do a pretty cool riding henshin. Also, we get another cool henshin with uh, Sogo where he, like, like, as it's doing, he, like, does a close-up of his head, like, before the letters go on, and you just see him kind of, like, looking over to the left and right, going, like, whoa, and it just goes, do-do-do-do, and it was really nice. And and the text also, uh, like, crashes onto his sword. Yeah. That, that was, was the first time they've done that. that I like that. That was fucking sweet. Like, More I, that. Like, whoever, whoever directed this episode, like, the shots were just, like, really well done. So, like, fucking God. So Gates, through the power of Kaito telling him to use his fucking bike, being a and bitch. the Gaim ride watch using its like Sakura blossom powers to propel yeah! it the last yeah. little bit of the way. Yeah, because so the... that's why this had to happen. Because if he just tried to jump it without the Gaim ride watch, he, he would have he would have cabin in the woods. That okay. shit. <laughs> I I the, there's one the, the the bike jump. Um, if I'm allowed to say. Yeah. So the this possible spoilers <laughs> for like. A part in Cabin in the Woods, so yeah, um, go ahead if you don't want to listen to yes, this. Yes, this this because I know it came out a while back and it isn't even a major spoiler, but okay. So all I could think literally when Gates was jumping was there's this scene in Cabin in the Woods where a character jumps on a bike in the same way in an attempt to escape where they are. And he hits this b invisible barrier and just scrapes all the way down. Oh, <laughs> All I could think was Gates is gonna hit the freaking bear, and then I was like, "Oh wait, I'm not watching that." <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now yeah. I definitely gotta watch that movie. I will not tell you the character or the context. Cool. <laughs> well, um, well, once you see a character about to jump on a bike, you can probably guess that's what's gonna happen now. So yeah, like the other Sogo, whatever, just like assumes the plan of like, okay, you you need to get the Gaim Ride Watch so that we both can go back to both timelines and kill another Gaim at the same time. Although that's never they never really address why because technically all he has to do is kill another Gaim in 2013 and the one in 2018 will stop existing. So they need to go to the Gaim timeline 
and make everything fine. Gaim line to fight another guy with the powers of Gaim. Make everything fine in the time of Gaim. Except it's not the Gaim timeline because the Gaim timeline went by. Bye bye. <laughs> Gaim. <laughs> have you guys watched Conrad? Have, have, have you guys watched Conrad or Gaim? It's a really fucking good Roger series. It's a good time. Like it's it's a good guy. <laughs> God, look, check back on episode one for the Santa Cast Ranger to talk about our overall opinion on the first 21 episodes. Apologies for the cringe. Yeah. God knows that was the first episode. And and the music. Yeah. I thought it would be a good idea. Yeah, I'm glad we stopped that. Um, So, yeah, so then Sogo Sogo 2 goes to 2013, which then. Yeah. And we, oh, yeah, we get this other funny scene where, like, Soup talks to, like, Sogo through, like, the Fies phone, like, the one in the time machine. Yeah. And it's like, Sogo! The other Sogo's just like, yeah? But you! God fucking damn it! It's just, it's. I mean, to be fair, she didn't specify. Soup was boiled! <laughs> she was so angry. <laughs> she was hot! I, don't know, I like when Soup gets pissed off. It's fucking right? adorable. That's what I said last week. And like she, when she, she got all fucking pissed off at Sogo and dropped him on the table, that was funny and a little hot. Yeah, but then like, and then she tried to like act all cute, like smile of it. And I'm just like, don't don't do that. It's disingenuous. Well, it's well, it's because like we don't see her act all cute. So yeah. when she acts cute, it's weird. Right. That's what I was saying about the point five last week. Yeah. Um. So then, yeah, so they go to, they go back, and then we just get, like, a simultaneous transformation of both of them turning into Gaim armor, and it's just so fucking well done. This fucking split-screen thing. Yeah, so, like, as they're both spinning their fucking Ziku drivers, we get, like, a (laughs) shot of, like, both top and bottom of both of them, just their belts rotating. It's fucking great, and then we have, like, a split-down shot of just them, like, both transforming. It's split-screen. It's beautiful. And then it gets even more awesome when Waz starts doing his UI speech, because then it's, like, split between him and the two of them. It has, like, it rotating all over the place. Can we get more of this? Because this is awesome. Yeah, and then we just get both of them just going, Hanamichi! Altarino! And it's, 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 you know what's funny? Like, when he first did it with the build thing, like, I thought it was a bit, like, annoying, but, like, funny. Now I just fucking love every time he fucks up, like, a catchphrase. It's, it's starting to grow on me. (laughs) 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 Fucking build world, that was great. So, yeah, so... As as much as ugly as Guy Armor is, holy fuck is it powerful. Yeah, I it, still it, think the spider arms need to go. When it lacks in appearance, it makes up for it in fucking ability because like he they both wreck shit on another guy. So much that they literally like cut him into pieces. Into three pieces. That was graphic. Yeah. And, like literally simultaneously they both did at the same time. Simultaneously? Yes, simultaneously. They did the same I just time. love that at one point he basically pulled a Kiwami arms and instead of a bunch of different fruits, just a bunch of di- different like like pixelated oranges. Pixelated Mikans in the sky. Yeah, it was really I, I saw that and I just showed yeah, it out. Just threw a bunch of fruits basket tangerines and oh, <coughs> right I meant a- to say I meant to say mandarin oranges, not <coughs> <coughs> I think they called them Mekons. Oh, yeah, Gates Mekons Baron armor. Orange. Um, yep. And then Rider Custom put um, in our chat uh, Gates Baron armor. That looks nice. Actually, looks really good. And he's got he's got on his legs. He's got Benin Spear Spears. Yep. Well, it would be the Benin Spear Zed. Oh, sure. Yeah. No, that looks really good with Gates. And look, no fucking spider arms. Hey. Um. 
So, oh, also, I like the both locations where, like, both CEOs were fighting another guy. So, like, uh, 20, 2018, uh, Sogo was fighting him in, like, this, like, closed-off... Warehouse. Warehouse, but, like, before, where they, like, both transform was really cool, because, like, it was, like, this really, like, kind of closed-in, like, kind of... I'm pretty sure that was the area where Lupin Red first used the magic power-up. That's possible. And then in... Uh, I think you might in, be right. And then t- in 2013 was where, like, he got the, the guy over in the first place. Yep. But it was also funny when they're, like, transforming, because, like, three days so ago, like, already did the transformation, so he's aware, but when fucking fast, so, like... Present Sogo does it. He's like, what the <laughs> fuck? Mitchie <laughs> Mooney! Mitchie Mooney! Mooney! So it was really, it was, it was hilarious seeing them both like react in different ways. So like, I just, again, this was a really well fucking shot episode. Like it was really good. Um, yeah. So then, uh, <coughs> like at first I didn't realize that de- because of defeating another guy or whatever, all of the missing Baron team Baron members got to like get out of Helheim. But like, I just saw, like, Baron sending gates off, and I'm just like, you're not taking Ga- Kaito with you? Why aren't you taking Kaito with you? Because they all knew that as soon as another guy would be defeated, they would all be free. And then, yeah, and then Kaito, like, walks out or whatever, and he sees, like, uh, other, not, not... Sure. It's, it's either Shura or Asura. I yeah, I think it was Shura. And he's just like, oh, Kaito, and he's like, don't fucking talk get to me. Get fucked, scrub, you're get, fired! Yeah, get the fuck out of here, you asshole. <laughs> Because like, and he's like, oh, if you don't, if you don't use your own strength or whatever to get what you want, then like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. Because like, that's what I love about Kaito. He he prides himself in his own power. So, it just would have been the funniest shit ever if like just to just to capitalize his point, he just like does a dance move at him. Oh yeah, that was another thing. We're like fucking sure or whatever like that. He was like practicing like his dance moves like dance in the alone acapella like with with, with, no, with no music. And I'm like, how how do you practice your dancing without music? It's the equivalent of a brass player practicing their instrument without blowing it by practicing their finger but placements. The, but there was like absolutely no music, and you could like hear his like arms going like <sighs> he was playing the music in his head. Yeah, yeah I he guess was just so. Thinking about it, right? This is not such a big thing to get up over. Just, just in his oh, head, no. just being like, Never <laughs> Now I am the wiener. <laughs> I'm a wiener. He should have been like, like, like humming it. Maybe they didn't have rights to the lyrical version. I'm seeing that video of like that, that kid with like his little brother who like looks like me apparently and he's like doing this like weird dance where he's like, I know which video you're talking I about. I don't. Even yeah, pe- people, people make, like kept posting that to me, going, "Hey, Lee, look, it's you!" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah you send me that." Yo, it's it's fucking weird. It's just it's like, <laughs> no, the video's fucking weird. It's super weird. But he looks like me apparently. So I also look like Jay Wits. You do oh, yeah. look a lot like Jay Wits. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then, uh... oh, by the way, when all the the Baron guys come back. Uh, no sign of Zach or Pecco. Uh, zero out of ten, worst timeline. No, you know what? Zach achieved his dream and went to America and became a professional dancer. Maybe. Yeah. What fucking Pecco do? Peck Pe- went on to play soccer. <laughs> <laughs> fucking who knows? This is the soccer timeline now. Yeah. Um, so then Gates comes back and gets the chicken that, like, the uncle actually, they made yeah, a reference to Uncle. Uncle's like, he's like, he's like, we already got chicken but chicken sure yet. sure sure i'll make chicken again we had chicken yesterday but fuck it hey well it's my chicken um and then gates just pretty much goes up to sogo and go and goes i'm gonna fucking kill you but i'm gonna stand by you 
so I can watch you, so then I can kill you. Stand by to, me. Because he's like, he's like pretty much like, I know you're going to be Omazeo, so I need to be as close to you as possible so that when that time comes, I can just fucking kill you on the spot. I don't know why and, I don't just stab you and, now, but and, all right. And Sogo's pretty response was pretty much, Oh, Gates, you're fucking adorable. Push off. <laughs> yeah, and he does like his, he does a smile. That's our gate. Do you come with the bell? Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 that's Gates. So then, yeah, and then Waz is like, oh, what's next? Oh, <gasps> Gates' name. And, and and then we just cut to maybe maybe that's oh maybe that's not his actual name maybe that's just the name he gave himself. I uh, you know that hey is that what you want you didn't want him his name to actually be Gates that I would like it but I don't feel that's what it was I just was like I feel it's just like Gates was mentioned doing something important oh okay just like his name is in my book why is that fuck face's name in my book and yay next so week we get. Oh, what did you talk about? They even put yeah, it in the fucking preview. But I almost died. I saw it. and I'm just like, oh. if I had a drink, I just would have been like, fuck. <laughs> but what I'm most excited for is next week we're getting my boy, motherfucking Koyasukasa. <laughs> I love how you just his last name. Yes. It's Kadoya. That's what he said. As in card. Sure. Oh. Wow. Did you never know that? No. Fuck! <laughs> Kanoya Tsukasa! So yeah, and uh, you know what's funny? He also says <laughs> the tagline, I'm just a passing by common writer. No, he called himself Sakai no Hakaisha. Oh. oh. Well, yeah, he said, I'm a passing by common writer, destroyer of worlds. Yep. So, and he's just sitting there, all chill like a boss, with like Aura beside him, and he's holding the Decade which, Ride Watch. Which means, did the Time Jackers recruit him? Okay. That's what it looks like. Or maybe he's recruited them. Oh. Because you know what? Decades that fucking awesome. To like to those who don't know, like Sukata like Decades is one of my favorite writers of all time. Probably number I'd say number three. And but but Sukasa himself is like essentially my favorite writer protagonist. Cause like just I love everything about him. His douchiness, he's so fucking cool. He thinks he's so fucking cool. <laughs> and, and, and he's fucking cool. Like it just He's, I don't know, I just really love him as a character, so. so and also. Jerk, it's like, it makes sense for him to be a jerk because he's awesome. Yeah. And so also. Like, sorry, go ahead, Emily. No, no, never mind. Uh, the thing but, is, yes, he has his moments like that, but it's really hard for him to be consistently thought of as such when his female sidekick is constantly stabbing him in the neck to make him break down into fits of laughter, which sort of kills all tension. Wait, what? You watch Decade, you'll see what I mean. Yeah, it's like the female protag has this thing where like right, he, he he she presses like a pressure point on his neck and which causes him to burst into fucking laughter, and it's just a thing she does to fuck with him when she's like pissed off at him. Oh, so it's uh, sort of like telling him he has to sit. Yes. Yeah. Uh, also, exactly. we're get, also we're getting Zeo Ghost Armor, which that's all actually right. Interesting. Um, and yeah, Orb in our chat is saying that he wants to see Narutaki as another decade. I would love that. We all would love that. Because then Narutaki would be fucking doing something! Do something! Do something! Do something! <laughs> Anyways, 12.5. What in the fucking fuck uh, did I, we watch? Uh, I'm going to do with time travelers. I'm going to say, though, 
Schwartz's actor is fucking amazing. Like, the range this man has. It's just fucking... Ha! 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 <laughs> just kept doing that the whole fucking time. So, yeah, they're, like, interviewing them, and there's just, like, the he wanted to get involved in it. The point of the episode was to assess what their true motives are. N N Gates and Laws tell us nothing new, and Swartz literally goes, Oh, they haven't written my backstory yet. <laughs> what? <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? It's fucking, well, I mean, it makes sense. They haven't done it yet. Uh, so... I give you, I give you such praise for the direction and the cinematography, and you go and pull this shit. Yeah, and then like they like try to like filter their voices out to protect their identities, even though we clearly know who the fuck and they then are. Eventually, it's just like never mind. Yeah, never mind. Fuck it. You know who they are. And then like, Gates... and then Schwartz starts actually changing his voice. And then Gates like wants to be Zio or something. He's like, oh, maybe I should be Zio. That's the thing, though. I'm starting to wonder if maybe that's. Like what he's a going foreshadow. Through. Just maybe, oh, to defeat Omazeo, I need to become Omazeo instead. That might be a thing. I can imagine that being a thing. No, that that's a plot line in something. Where, like, a guy was like, oh, I need to, to defeat said person, I need to be that person instead. Uh, Blade? Maybe. Because, uh... Kenzaki did it. Oh, okay. Joker. Well, spoilers for anyone who hasn't watched Luke Cage, end of uh, Luke Cage season two. <laughs> Literally, like the whole season, Luke Cage is trying to like fight like the the mobs, the mob and stuff that's like affecting Harlem. So, what does he do to solve this problem at the end of the season? Fuck it! I'll rule the mob. Then I can have full control of every criminal activity that's going on. I will control the Reapers. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I chose destroy, but I chose the actual ending. Yeah, destroy. Yep. Go play Mass Effect 3. It's a good game. It's about the journey, not the destination. Because God does the destination suck ass. Yeah, but the journey's fucking great. I mean, Anyways. I, I, I know about the weird stuff that happened in that movie. Why did Mass Effect keep coming up? Also, they're <laughs> supposed to be teasing some sort of new Mass Effect things sometime soon. Remaster Trilogy! Do it! Proper ending. Do it. Fuck off. Better game than Andromeda, do it. Something good, please. Andromeda was bad. But for some reason, there's this one scene during this episode where, like, Waz tells Gates to be quiet and he puts his finger to his mouth and then Gates just, like, kisses and eats his finger. And just again, the Oh, whole... yeah, he nibbles his finger. What the fuck was that? And then just again... I thought we were done with the fetishy bullshit now that Dan Caroto isn't here. Apparently not! No, and then just, like, the thing again where it's just, like, it's just, like, Schwartz the whole time going, like, ha, ha, ha! And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Go visit Oizumi! Fuck you! Yeah. Anyone like Akihabara? <laughs> At one point, he just blurts out some stupid shit, like, the Christmas power-up is a train station-shaped game! What the fuck does that mean?! Tokyo chair? This isn't Tokyo chair! I, I want it to be Tokyo chair. I love Tokyo chair. Anyway, this is <coughs> fucking weird. Yo, Kuxa! Are we pausing or am I just letting you do this? Sure. God damn it. Whatever one you want. Fuck it. I'm not editing this. We're still rolling. 
Lane is getting water. Emily's getting water. I get to carry this shit solo. I'm here. <laughs> so anyways, Pat Ranger episode 41. It was cool. First, it starts with Keichiro sharing a big jar of umeboshi, whatever the fuck those are. They look like dried peaches. That might be what they are. I don't they, know. I think it was like, supposed to be like sour dried fruit or something. So the episode is starts focusing on the fact that Kairi and Keichiro are patching things up. Sakuya and Umika are getting along. So who's the odd people out? Toma and Tsukasa. Yeah. So we gotta fucking kit bash them together for an episode. And I gotta say, what they did was actually pretty interesting. Yep. Um, so the the two of them end up talking, and I love that Tsukasa is like. Oh, you must hate me because I investigated your background. And Toma actually replies to her, I accept you as a customer. Which is, oh, yeah. if you really think about that, is actually a pretty smack in the face line. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't like you, but I'll take your money. <laughs> like, it's it's a shame she doesn't even, he doesn't even see her as a friend. Yeah, yeah. changeling writer Umeboshi is pickled Japanese plums, which are closer to apricots. Cool. Oh, okay. They have them in uh, their natural preservative, so <coughs> All right. they put them in rice balls and stuff. Um, so Degranio talks to Jastrin and is like, you know what, I regret promoting you because I want to see you out there kicking ass. Why don't you go out there and kick some ass? Uh, okay, boss. Okay, <laughs> boss. <laughs> um, so it, the... Destra's motive is basically over this episode is to capture all of the rangers and bring them before Degranio in the gangler world so he can murder them in front of Degranio, which is actually pretty awesome. I don't want to just kill you. I want to kill you on fucking stage. Yep. It's pretty badass. It is. So, through shenanigans and such, Tsukasa and Toma end up trapped in the Gangler world. The Gangler world. And of course... Which is just a woods. Yeah, it's, it's just a woods. And, and Toma, Toma's trying so fucking hard not to be Lupin Blue at all. Like, he has to like actually pretend to be like it's a scared fucking civilian. I'm just a cook. Did you just quote Steven Seagal? No, I was no, I was I was making a reference to fucking Shadow Raiders. Well, uh, just oh, a minor. Oh, well, that's a line Steven Seagal says in one of his movies. What are you, some kind of like special forces or something <coughs> like that? No, I'm just a cook. Well, there you go. That that, that applies. I'm just a minor. I'm just a minor. I'm just a minor. I hate it when he says that. I hate that when you say that. Um, so for the most part, he pulls it off, except there's this one battle where he yoinks her VS Changer and, and just fucking Whoa! Look at all the shooters I play! That's why I'm so good with a gun! Fuck. <laughs> and, like, yeah, Tsukasa kind of just, like, uh, like, you see her, like, react, kind of being like, oh, wow, he did that. But, like, we get some cool stuff where, like, Tsukasa's really being, like, a good cop, being like, yeah, if any, if shit goes down, you run, and I'll hold them back so you can escape. And then, like, Thomas is like... I just like that she, for some reason, pulls out a glow stick and, and puts it in a wall for some reason. Okay. She's what the from, fuck was that about? To light... A light source. Or maybe to, like, so they don't get lost. To light our darkest hour. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, as they wander through the darkness, they eventually run into our old buddy, Frizo Amigo! Yay! And... And he weirdly lets them 
Because he hates Destro. Because he hates Destro's shit. He's like, I mean, oh. I guess that is a good enough reason, but still. Oh, you're ruining, De- you're ruining Destro? Cool. I'll help you. I think that's part of it, but he actually said that he doesn't want his favorite toys to get broken. So it's like, kill you later. Yeah, pretty much. Because, like, he, he has a very huge interest in the Lupin Rangers and Pat Rangers, so. Uh, but yeah, like, freaking Destro is really cool this episode, because, like, we find out that, like, he doesn't have any collection pieces. He's just actually OP as fuck. Yeah, you know why? Because I feel like he doesn't want to depend on a collection piece, because that would kind of, like, make him not... It's a weakness. Yeah, it's like a weakness, or like a sign of, like, oh, he doesn't feel he's strong enough on his own. Yeah. So, that I, I give him respect for that. That's actually cool. A general who's, like, very prides himself in like not using a collection piece and i love that super loop and red tries to use his prediction on him but it doesn't matter if you predict his moves because he'll still beat your fucking shit in yeah like and then he just hammers yeah, him he's right in the super head strong. yeah which that you could have used a scene for like a broken helmet or something like that i think that would have been cool uh yeah but we do see it affected Kyrie a bit because you see him kind of like it's like oh i'm gonna be dizzy for weeks like stagger and stuff and he's like oh uh, which actually yeah, that would have been cool if they like show that in another episode where like you know he's trying to fight but like his like head's kind of he right? gets disoriented so like Destro's attack really took a toll on him right that'd be, that'd be cool did did it show that's some Nago Keisuke shit where he gets blinded in the last third of Kiva yeah and he gets sight back so like what the fuck ever um but yeah so they they throw Super Lupinex and Patron Yugo at Destra and he even though there's a big explosion that doesn't actually kill him. Oh, yeah, no, he's just, like... But it did, like, hurt him a bit. Yeah. So, because you see him, like, stagger off because he, like, uh, summons his fucking golem. I love it. He throws out two of these, like, blue golems. Those are cool. Yeah, they're pretty neat. Um, So then they uh, summon Victory, Lippenkaiser, and (coughs) X-Emperor Slash, and then... And then Ex-Emperor Gunner and Magnum finish off the golems. Yep. But there's this funny scene where, as they're switching over, Lupin Red puts his fucking changer in Goody's mouth. It's a little bit weird. And then he's... I guess it's like a gun in the mouth type thing. It's like, here, hold this while I pull out the better gun. (laughs) The big gun. And then even after they defeat him, Goody's still talking with the gun in his mouth. Like... Like, okay, good try. Good try, buddy. Can't spit it out. Um, so we can see that Tsukasa is beginning to suspect once again that the Juror trio might be the Lupins. Well, I mean, she isn't wrong, and she was never wrong. Of course. So. Um, and then we, we see a last shot of Destra being angry that he lost, and Ghosh essentially walks in and tells him to take drugs. By way of use a loop and cut. And you piece. can tell just like Destra just really doesn't want to have Ghosh help him because he that like shames him so hard. And then we actually get like a cool scene with uh like did you mention the scene with Donnie Boone? Uh about how he wishes he hadn't promoted him? Yeah. 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 I like that. Just yeah, I, I, I kinda wish I didn't promote you because I would like to see you just rampage and you probably could Take my seat. You'd be sitting here, big boy. Wink and but no, Destro doesn't want that. He just wants to be loyal and do whatever Donny Boone wants. Which so. is interesting. A general who doesn't have delusions of grandeur. <laughs> who doesn't want to be a traitorous fuck. Right? Looking at you, Kubar. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm gonna kill you for destroying my race. <laughs> that, was a, that was essentially his character. So yeah, not a bad episode this week. Yeah, it was okay. Like it was very plot heavy, and like we got some kind of relations with uh, Sukasa and Toma. So <coughs> we're in episode forty-one. I feel like we need to start addressing the big plot details in the room very soon. I am just fucking amazed we're already at episode 41. Right? It feels like yesterday we just watched, like, episode one. And 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 yesterday's... I mean, yesterday's... The next week's episode is called The Beginning of the Final Battle or something? I fucking hope so. Like, sure, the episodes have been funny, but if we look at the last 40 episodes, what the fuck has actually happened? And it's... We it, got the Lupin pieces. That's about it. The, yeah, but then, like, yeah, and then the Pat Rangers have just been trying to, like, you know, defeat the ganglers and, like, solve their problems or whatever like that, so. And they're getting good character development. <coughs> Speaking of character development! So, the another Nego special. This is something I've been looking forward to because I've been super curious about Sakuya's predecessor. Uh, so we are introduced through flashbacks to Shinonome Satoru. And he's really cool. You think he's going to show up again? Undoubtedly. Probably. I will not speak to that. Oh, yeah, never mind. (laughs) Sorry. Anyways. (coughs) Sorry, everyone. So it it opens up with Noel talking to Sakya, and it's like, wait, you're the junior. Why aren't you Sango? Oh, it's because I replaced someone else who used to be here. <laughs> just imagine just Sakya as the Pink Ranger. <laughs> That's an entangle. That weirdly fitting. <coughs> I think I think it would have been a case of he would have still been green, just then would have switched the numbers. Um, but that first scene effectively devolves into. <laughs> Why aren't why aren't you Sango, who was the predecessor? There's a good reason for that. They basically pulled a Gose. Yeah. Um, and the gangler for the special is Zonic Lee. Or as I like to refer to him, Zonic the Gangler. Uh-huh. <laughs> Gotta cry fast. There you go. Uh but no, I I liked uh I liked uh Satoru. He he's really cool and like it's it's interesting that like Keichiro kind of didn't like how like carefree he is about shit and like he always constantly was listening to music to like kind of keep himself calm and so like one time he like tries to get Keichiro to listen to the music and this Keichiro just immediately is like fuck you and like uh, Tsukasa just explains to him just being like <coughs> yeah no he, he, he likes being angry and like it was really interesting to see pre character development Keichiro where he's just angry all the time well it, like it more, like yeah more more so he's just really too serious about his job yeah so uh, which then like the, the speech he gives to Tsukasa and Keichiro sort of boils down to you, you need to stop before you go all the way up your own ass. Yeah. And, like, he explains to him that, like, you know, oh, his anger is, like, a strength, but it's a weakness, too, at the same time, so. As we've shown over the course of the series. Yeah, so then we do cut to, like, present time, whatever, like that, where, like, we see Keitro getting, like, pissed off about uh, the gangler or whatever, how they weren't able to stop him. But then he's about to, like, lose his shit, and then just immediately goes, nope. Put some music. And that's interesting. 
Like, Keichiro, even in this self-contained special, shows a lot of development that's actually pretty nice. Yeah, no. And I actually sort of resonated with that myself, because the way my job is, I don't often have the opportunity to do anything with headphones, but I recently decided to just do it anyways, and whenever I get super stressed, I actually just put on headphones and listen to music, and it, it, it does help, so... That, it, that, it can that, can help it really a lot. Did, it really did resonate with me. And yeah. I feel like... Um, oh, sorry, sorry. No, go ahead, Emily. <laughs> I feel like uh, Keiichiro actually has a lot of really good character development in general. Oh, yeah. We've been but pretty vocal about he's that. just an angry honor guy is kind of missing the point. Or right? he's only seen, like, one episode. That's the thing. I would argue that anyone who's considering watching this show, Keiichiro's character development alone is reason to watch it. Oh, my God, yeah. That's why I fucking love him so much. But I love that, like, when they first fight Zonic Lee... He basically uses Zupersonic. It was super. It was super effective. Yeah, I like that. And then, um, pretty much, uh, Satoru, uh, Satoru goes the way of the uh, Shinosuke's partner from episode one. I think it was Heisei was his name. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, <coughs> like just gets like takes gets a head and then gets injured saving them. Yeah. But... It almost it almost was a weird parallel to episode one of the show where the lupins had to like save themselves from getting buried in rubble mm-hmm. kind of reminded me of that except they got away from it yeah and it's just it's interesting to see that like like the pato's fighting like pre pat ranger suits so and they just, just got normal ass guns yeah and they're just like yeah this is before we got our powers so like they had to like make do with just saving the humans and getting away and not being able to destroy ganglers which that really pissed Keichiro off because it was, was really like... weird seeing Potomen be genuinely intimidating yeah and well, I love they are pretty creepy and I love that in the first episode like in after in the second part of it they go hunting for Zonic and it, the, the way it's shot, it effectively boils down into that scene where they hunt Ivan Ooze's children in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. God damn it. Heads up, guys! Over there! Over there! Uh, Activating power scope! And then they got fucking flashlights under their guns. But yeah, part one ends with uh, Satoru getting critically injured by the falling rubble. <coughs> uh, part two is... Uh, kind of surprised me i i expected them to lead into oh he died from his injuries but no he apparently got better and then was moved to the france branch because those are where the higher ups are so they could keep closer eye on him and his condition it's because it's it's because no one dies in sentai that was what that was what you were saying and then i'm and i countered with we didn't know until last week that all the lupin's loved ones weren't dead that's true that's a good point, actually. Um, but yeah, so Noel during the earlier fight got his uh, his phone damaged by the loop by the monster, and in in this part he's like, as they all go off to do their thing, he looks at his damaged phone and he's like, "Oh, what should I do? Fix it." Yeah, is it, you're um, the one who makes and modifies these things. You fix it, is what you do, stupid s- fuck face. So then later on, he like <coughs> just uses Cyclone Dial Fighter, and I'm like, ha, that's actually funny because you can do that, and also he made the Cyclone Dial Fighter. Yeah. So that's that's why I own it because it's the thing Noel has. So. 
And I love that the Patrons show up with goddamn fucking headphones over their helmets, and yeah. they still don't work. Yeah, because only Leo, Leo Azul like fucking pull off that shit. <laughs> like a boss, too. And apparently the reason that doesn't work is Zonic Lee's collection item increases the volume of his super Zonic attacks. And then, like, we got the scene which really confused me, where it was just, like, Keichiro was just, like... Like, he, like, didn't hear a bunch of kids playing basketball or whatever, and he, like, throws the ball back, and he's like, wait, I didn't notice them there. Wait a minute. Puts headphones on. Doesn't hear anything. Flakes them off. Uh, hears stuff. Oh, my God. It's like how headphones work. When I put on headphones, I don't hear things. Yeah, no, it's great, because, like, a It's great, like he just learned what being human is. A great example was yesterday when I was busting home from, uh, from work, or, like, I was busting home from my workout, and there's this this guy making a huge fucking like just rampage on the bus, whatever, just screaming and stuff like that. I didn't notice until like I switched a song and then I heard him yelling for a brief second. I was like, huh? And then I unpaused it, heard him yelling, and I was like, anyways, <coughs> back to listening to anything goes. Yep. <laughs> fucking. Because anything goes on the TTC. Yep. <laughs> But yeah, so Keicher shows up with the music player, and apparently at some point he, like, recorded Zonic Lee's Sonic Attack, and then inverted the audio and shot it back at him to cancel it out. Yep. That is, is an incredibly BS explanation, and yet I can't say- I can't fault it. At right? All. Like, exactly. <laughs> That's so cool we thought of that. Um, Who knew then... Keicher had to work Audacity? <laughs> Like that's it's it's like it's like how in in Lilo and Stitch the series they figure out how to make Angel song work by singing it backwards. Like that doesn't make to make it a reverse its effect. Yep. That doesn't make sense. At all. <coughs> so they they pull a Zetai Giri and explode him uh, and defeat him. And then as they're back in the cafe and Sakuya's fucking screaming his story in Umika's face. You, they subtly pan over, and fucking Satoru is in the cafe, just hanging out, not saying hi to everyone. And then just leaves without anyone noticing. Yeah, we'll see was, him again, who knows? That was, that was kind of sad, actually. Yeah, I, I get he wants to check up on them, but, like, say hi, asshole! No. Um, so then we get into the Lupin Ranger specials, which... Now, in the Pat Ranger specials, we got character development and well, really... Well, let me, let me clarify. It's not that this was a Pat Ranger and a Lupin Ranger special. The Another Nego is Pat Ranger featuring Lupin Ranger. Yeah. And this is Lupin Ranger plus Pat Ranger, as opposed to versus. <laughs> sure. But anyways, so as the... Another Nego was, like, a really kind of serious and, like, story-focused one... This one's weird just combination bullshit. was just fucking funny. It was weird and bullshit <laughs> and funny. Well, yeah. I mean, it was called weirdest combination for a reason. Right. <laughs> so the monster of this special is a bank robber named Magdapon, who's got the power of magnets. And trying to find it, I kept getting stuff about weird combination. Yeah. Um. So the idea is he uses his magnetism powers to stick Lupin Red and. Patronichigo together. And they're just, they're fucking hilarious when they're together. Because, like, Keijiro's like, Kaido! Just, like, being his, like, normal Keijiro self and yelling and stuff like that. Which, like, <coughs> they blindfold him and, like, tie him up. And then they bring him back to the bistro. And and, and even more points to Keijiro because he fucking tears that shit off himself. 
Yep. Which then, like, Kyrie immediately has to, like, get the fuck out of there because, like, he can't have them, like, exposed. And he's like, Kitch was like, damn it, I almost had their fucking eye out. Watching Lupin, watching Kite, or Kyrie, and then later Keichiro, just, like, hoisting the other up on their back and walking around, my first thought was, can I have this DLC for Banjo-Kazooie? <laughs> oh, jeez. We also get um, a nod to the movie because at one point Noel was Googling Herlock Sholmes, who wants to solve all the things. Yeah, so we know this takes oh, place yeah, around the movie. Oh, about Herlock um, They also make mention over this episode to another gangler named Wilson, who we see at the end of the episode is a like a player two palette swap of Magda. Yeah. He'll probably be in the movie. I was actually disappointed because I was really hyped to see what this like Wilson guy was going to be. And then they just showed him. I was like, uh Oh, how is he not a volleyball? <laughs> I want him. I wanted him to be someone who's like lower half of his face was hidden. Just like Wilson from home. Improvement. God fucking damn it. <laughs> I like how we both have different Wilson's in mind. <laughs> right? Oh no, I killed Wilson. It's like, it's back, back to jail, jail for me. <laughs> I was thinking of Mr. Wilson. Hey, Mr. Wilson! <laughs> I'm sleeping in your joint! <clears throat> yeah. Um, so at the end of the first part, all the other rangers get megu-megu'd together. And just... Oh, poor unfortunate Toma. Fucking Toma just like right... Face right in near fucking Saki's crotch. And then just the joke with them, the rest of the fucking special is pretty much that Sakia needs to piss, like... And or shit. No, it prob I think it's piss, like, super badly. <coughs> and just all the rest of them are just like, no! <laughs> yeah, and Sakia's just like, I can't fucking... Toma's like, I will kill you! I will fucking end you! <laughs> I'm trying to think of the implications here more so than... And like he's like touching Umika in like a weird place. He goes like, "Stop fucking touching me there!" <laughs> and Tsukasa they do in Japanese kids shows that they could never do in North America. Oh yeah. And Tsukasa's like really try hard to get Sakia to just be like, just fucking hold it in, just hold it. Like, oh, I can't. So Kyrie comes up with the fucking most genius idea ever oh my on God. how to get free. And it was great. So he has. Keichiro tie his arms to like a pillar <laughs> on some random building. It's great. All right, now you stay there, and I'm gonna like pry us, pry myself free. And he fucking summons the red dial fighter and grapples onto it, and the plane just takes away, and he manages <laughs> to get free. That's so good. And Keichiro's just like, great. Now I'll free myself. Fuck. <laughs> ah! So then, oh no, Kaito! So then later, like Kyrie shows up to help Noel. He could have pulled his arms off. Yeah, and like Noel, like decides, okay, well, oh la la, I gotta figure out this shit myself. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the, at the, <laughs> during the fight at the first episode, he's just watching, standing up on a catwalk at the top of the building, just watching the rest of the Rangers get their fucking shit handed to them. Yeah, he's just like, oh la la. No, you want to fucking step in and help, you asshole? No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, so then, like, yeah, so then, like, Kyrie shows up, and he, like, starts fighting him as Lupin Red and whatever, and then just the best thing ever, just Keichiro shows up, transformed, 
with the pillar. Like, he still tilted out of the building. building. He ripped it out of the building. How the fuck did he transform? <laughs> <laughs> Is the building in shambles now? Probably. They never showed us. And then Kyrie's just, just like. They care about building damage. Fair. So Keitro is just like, you fucking think you can just, like, tear yourself away and, like, get away, and, like, get away from me? I don't think so. And Kyrie's like, you fucking idiot. And, like,. They're like really. It's, it's so funny because like he's he's standing with the pillar at like the far edge of this area they're in, and he, gets and he stuck. just like he just like props the pillar up between opposite ends of the stairway that he's on, and he's just like huddled on top of it like he's on top of a tree dangling over a waterfall. Yeah, and then like Kyrie grapples himself to like a fountain or something. And, oh, it's uh, another tree on the uh, other yeah, end. Yeah, it's another tree. So then like they Kyrie thinks of the idea like, oh, I know how we could do this. We could like. Both like slingshot our way towards him and hit him with like our attacks. Double whammy. Double. You're on. <laughs> Sorry. Another reference to the fucking Mighty Morphin movie. There you go. So yeah, they come up with the idea that they're gonna let the magnetism pull them into him and fucking sandwich him. And when they do, they stick their fucking swords through different sections of his gut, so he gets fucking shish kebobbed. Yep. That was savage. And just like, back to Saki and the others, he's just like, it's gonna happen! <laughs> and then, like, immediately they get thrown apart and just they're like, oh, they got thrown apart. And you just and see Saki just, just bails! Fucking bails out into the woods to fucking just take a wicked leak. You gotta take a wicked wee wee. <laughs> fucking, that, one of my favorite lines from Star Trek First Contact <sighs> Excuse me, I, I gotta go take a leak. Leak? I didn't. I didn't spot any leak. What? Don't you people from the future ever pee? Oh, <coughs> leak. I get it. Yeah. Um. And just yeah. And like they never mention it again. And then just yep. like Sakio back in the beach, just like ah. Oh, the thief lady smelled nice. Blue and yellow, like blue and yellow, smelled really, really nice. Which then proceeds <laughs> to just dummy fucking water all over him. Oh, shit, my head slipped. Sorry. Everyone's laughing and, like, having a good time. And that New lovable it. scamps. So, like, these specials, like, they just felt like kind of like filler episodes, but honestly, they're really good. I could honestly... super silly, but great. I can honestly see these as episodes. And yeah. Maybe they just genuinely cut them out because they had too much going on. Yeah, maybe. But honestly, like, the, the Another Nego special was really good because it had, like, good plot details and we got more into the Pados and, like, their past, which was really interesting. And then the weird combination was just, like, it was a fun, fun shenanigans episode. Yeah. So, it was really good. Generally great. Yeah. yeah. So, good good job, Lupin Pat. You make, you make fun specials and hopefully your movie is just as good. I cannot Pedro. wait for... The Adventures of Herlock Holmes. I can't wait. Yeah, we yeah we had to wait and see that. And Wilson. Wilson. Mister Wilson. Anyways, that's the show. Oh yeah. So thank you all to anyone who tuned in who listened to the entire episode. Wait, Blaze wants to show us. Oh, the... did he actually do? Oh, the he did the beast. He, he, oh he did god. the beast feast. All right, let's see the beast feast. Oh god, this, this is gonna, gonna be, be beautiful. This is gonna be great. Buh. Not quite done. Well, hurry up! Just show us what you got. We don't have time. Oh yes, we uh, we are aware the Amazon's movie is sub, but we got to we have to wait until everyone is ready to record and then. Enter the Amazons. The movie will happen soon. Coming soon. I promise you. <laughs> All right, Blaze. Show us the Beast Feast. Okay. 
Where is it? I can't tell if that's a drum roll or Sans talking. <laughs> you know what? Oh I'll, take it. I'll, oh take, it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. It's just the fucking Last Supper, but with fucking beast heads. Yeah, the beast beast, and there's the neo burrito at the I center like of the beast. Just two disciples that are just normal. Yeah, well, he said he wasn't finished. That's great. Good job, Blaze. Way to make the beast beast. Yeah, thank you for making it. See, I took your neato burrito and made it even better with the beast beast. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Blaze. You work hard for the money. So hard. So, yeah, you can Which follow. So, what's next week? Thank you for doing that for me. You're welcome. So, since Gar will be back next week, hopefully, we will finally tackle Golanger 10 Years Grand Prix. <laughs> will we? Will we really? The reason we did those Golanger episodes during the week Toku was off was because we were preparing our fucking souls, our engine souls. Engine souls. For the Go Under 10 Years movie. Yep. So look forward to that for next week. Yep. And you can follow us on Podbean and all that shit. Goodbye. The primary source of our hijinks is castranger.podbean.com. Check out our public Discord where you can not only chat with fans and us, but be but listen to the show live Friday nights. Check out our merch store, which was on sale for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. That's right. Um, and check out our Patreon and consider pledging to help us make the show better for you. So, Thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you. And we will see you all next week. Love you all. Bye-bye. Bye. You are.